Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning, folks. I pray your day is wonderful. And if it's not, it's going to be because you know what? You're going to honor God and God's going to be in the center of all you do. Today, I want to talk a little bit about influence, influencing people's lives. And I want to talk a little bit about children and the importance of, of our influence for children. And I just, I hope you'll listen. These are, you're going to hear words from Jesus today out of the 18th chapter of Matthew. And I want you to listen carefully to the words because they're words that can touch and change our lives. My father told me often, is that, son, you have an opportunity to be an influence for people. You have an opportunity to show people Jesus, live and show people Jesus. And we'd go to school sometimes in the car and he'd just always pray. He'd pray in the car, Lord, help Tommy. Help Tommy to love people. Help Tommy to be there for people. Help Tommy to serve you. He prayed for little Tommy. He prayed for little Danny, little Douglas, little David, my brothers. He prayed for us that God would help us to be an influence on people's lives. And I sure want to be. I want to be an influence in anybody's life that I come in contact with. I want to be an influence on the radio. But I also want people to know that I'm certainly not perfect. And I certainly need God's help every single day. And I, I would never want to come from a platform of, oh, listen to me. I have all the answers. Oh, I've been a pastor for years. No, I want you to see Jesus. See Jesus by the word of God. And hopefully see Jesus by the lives of people that are walking with him. And hopefully see Jesus by my life. I want to be an influence for Jesus. I want to be everything God's called me to be. I want to be alive in his spirit. I want to touch lives and, and be a living witness. I want our church to touch lives and community. I want your church to touch lives and community. Folks, I love my church. I love what I do. But folks, I love your churches. I love the church you go to. I know some of your pastors are great, great people of God. And I pray that you would just be involved in your church and that you would just really get out there and make a difference. Get involved in your church body. Get involved. You know, and don't go running. When something goes wrong in your church, don't go running to another church. Don't be coming over to Cloverdale because you, you, you're, you're, you're mad at something. Get, get things worked out. Now, I know from time to time God leads us. and We move and we go elsewhere. If I had everybody in my church that had been in my church over the many years, I'd have thousands upon thousands of people. But they've come and they've gone. Unfortunately, they come and go out the back door. New people come in. And there's some that have stayed for years and years. You know what? I'm not judging that because, hey, if you're listening to God, if they're obedient, they'll go and maybe God's calling them to help another church. But I'm certainly grateful for our pastors and for our leaders and for our churches. And I'm very, very proud to be in a Treasure Valley where there's so many wonderful, great churches. So continue to very be very involved in your church. And if you don't have a church home, you want to stop by Cloverdale, you're certainly welcome to. I mean, I don't tell people not to come to our church, but I'm just saying, hey, if you're involved in a church, stay involved and do what's best to help reach people for the kingdom. Well, I want to talk about influence today. And so this is out of the 18th chapter of Matthew. And uh, the heading, if you have a Bible that has a heading, it says, The Greatest in the Kingdom of Heaven. And I'm going to read to you, I'm going to share with you nine verses today. So just uh, bear with me as I read a little bit and talk a little bit. At that time, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, Who then? is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. He called a little child. Jesus called a little child to him. And he placed the child among them. And he said, 
This is Jesus' words. Truly, I tell you, unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever takes the lowly position of this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whoever welcomes one such child in my name welcomes me. People, that is powerful. Unless you change and become like a little child, he's trying to say, unless you become innocent, unless you realize, you know, you're before God, you're innocent before God, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. He said, there are who takes this lowly position of a child. You're the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And this last verse 5 says, and whoever welcomes one such child in my name welcomes me. Do you hear that? You welcome such a child. You welcome me. He was putting a parallel with his life, with a child. People, we have such an opportunity to welcome those, to encourage our children, to lead our children. And Lord, our children, and I mean people, our children come so innocently before God. We got some great, great kids. And I tell you what, I ran across, we have a family in our church that's it's pretty new and she has a lot of children, and their they're children, they are the most alive children. They are the coolest kids, and they are well-taught, well well-educated, and they speak so easily. I had this little six-year-old girl, and she's really tiny. Her mom is really, really tiny, and, and she's tiny too, but I was, got such a kick out of her about a, on a Sunday night. We had this little barbecue while back, and she just comes up to me and says, Are you Pastor Tom Doherty? <laughs> and I just, what? She said, are you Pastor Tom? I said, yes, I'm Pastor Tom Doherty. And she says, do you know Tom Brady? And I'm like, how does this six-year-old girl know Tom Brady? Obviously, they've watched some football in their households. I said, well, I know who Tom Brady is. But I thought to myself, her parents, somebody must have told her, her my name because nobody just says Tom Doherty. And my name, his last name is spelled D-O-U-G-H-E-R-T-Y. So it's not something easy for a six-year-old. So it was about, oh, I don't know, 45 minutes later in the later in the evening. And I walked up to that little girl. I just wanted to see if if she still remembers who I, uh, who I am. And so I went up to her and said, hey, what's my name? Well, you're Pastor Tom Doherty. <laughs> it, was, it was so beautiful. It was so cute. And I was talking to the mother and the sisters about this little girl and about, but all those kids, they're just kind of amazing. But I get thinking about how important these kids are and how loving it was and how, how affectionate I felt towards these kids because they just had such a pure innocence and a pure love for Jesus and being there and just sharing the love of God. Well, you know, Jesus then gets a little stern here. He wants people to get this and people, you need to get this today. And this is, starts with verse six and you're going to, Here are some very stern words of Jesus. If anyone causes one of these little ones, those who believe in me, to stumble, it would be better for them to have a large millstone hung around their neck and to be drowned in the depths of the sea. Wow. He says, Woe to the world because of the things that cause people to stumble. Such things must come, but woe to the person through whom they come. Did you hear that? Do you hear the importance of influence? People, you must influence people. If you're home, you're not living Jesus in your household. Your little kids 
And they're not following Jesus because you're not following Jesus. You're influencing them away from the things of God. It'd be better to have a nailstone hung around your neck and be drowned in the depths of the sea. He's telling you he is going to hold us accountable for being an influence on our children, on those kids that are innocent. They believe in Jesus, and yet they see Jesus not lived in our lives. People of God, this is important. You better read over again the 18th chapter of Matthew. We need to get this down. He says in verse 7, Woe to the world because of such things that cause people to stumble. If your hand or your foot causes you to stumble, cut it off and throw it away. He's using some symbolism here, but he's trying to get a, a, a point across. It is better for you to enter life maimed or crippled than have two hands or two feet and be thrown into eternal fire. Again, they talk about hell as fire, and the Bible all through it talks about hell many, many, many times. But he says it'd be better for you to enter maimed than to uh, than to uh, in heaven than to go to hell and die and die in death and and live in eternal fire. And if your eye causes you to stumble, gouge it out and throw it away. It is better for you to enter life without one eye than to have two eyes and be thrown into the fire of hell. Okay, and people hate, why do you talk about hell fire? You know, what's going on with that? Well, the Bible speaks about hell all through the Word of God. Jesus is very clear. You're going to go to heaven or you're going to hell. There's just no way up around it. If you think you're going to middle ground, you're going to go to an oasis in the middle of both places, you're wrong. It's not going to happen. The Bible is very implicit about that. Oh, pastor, you're trying to scare me. No, I'm not trying to scare you. I'm trying to be real with you what Jesus was was telling the people. He was sharing with all sorts of people the importance of serving God. And, and he was talking to the disciples, and he was giving an example of children. You know, he said, man, don't don't cause your children to stumble. If you do, you're gonna, there's going to be a lot of trouble for you. People of God, we've got to be influencers. I believe he wants to use you as an influence. Whoever you are today, and maybe you haven't been, and maybe you've been a very negative influence on your children. Maybe is that you never don the doors of the house of God and your children have no interest in things of God because you don't don the doors of God. Maybe you say, oh, I don't want my children. They don't have to go to church if they don't want to. Well, you're going to be held accountable. We're all going to be held accountable for what we do with our children and how we teach them. I'm telling you, people of God, be obedient to the things of God. Be encouraging to your children. And if they're not going, encourage them to be a part of the house of God. And if they're under your care and they're not out on their own, you know what? They are still under your, the, your, your life. You have an influence. And I've heard people say, well, I'm not going to force my child to go. They'll never know Jesus. Well, folks, they'll never go know Jesus anyway if, you're, if they're not seeing Jesus in your life, if they're not seeing a profound influence. People, let's be influencers. I want to be an influencer. I want you to be an influencer. I think we can help change the world. I think we can help bring Jesus to a more powerful place in people's life. And you know, sometimes it means change. Sometimes it means changing the things you're doing. Well, God will forgive you. Maybe you said, I have not been, I've been a poor influence. Ask God to forgive you. Move forward. He will help you do better. He will help you do better. Don't beat yourself over the head and say, oh, I've ruined life. And hey, you know what? We've all messed up. We've all been there. We've all haven't been everything we should be all the time. But God can help and encourage us. He can help you one step at a time. But take that step. Take that first step. Say, you know what? Today, I'm going to be an influencer on my child. I'm going to start doing some things that God and I know would be pleased with. And Jesus Christ would say, hey, thank you 
for having an influence on your children. Thank you for having an influence on your neighbor. Thank you for having an influence on your community. You know, he'll use you. He really will. Just give him a chance. Hey, he loves you, and I love you, and I hope your day is glorious. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.